This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Please be sure to subscribe and share with friends and family. To help support this ministry, please visit walkwiththeking.org forward slash donate. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank you very much. And hello again, radio friends. How in the world are you? You doing all right today? Oh, I trust so. I'm feeling so great and happy in the Lord and grateful for another chance just to share with you from the Word of God. We're winding up our study in the book of Titus, and we've had a good time with it. At least I think so. I hope you do too. Now, we've come down to these last few verses in the book where Paul gets into some personalia, and uh, you wonder what to make of it sometimes. Out of it, there are some thoughts that have come to me which I'd like to share with you. One is Paul made plans. It's not unspiritual to plan. Second, Paul needed people and believed in providing for them. And third, Paul emphasized work, work to meet necessities and work to have a fruitful life. We'll talk about that in the next broadcast or so. All right? Now, he said, When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or Tychicus, be diligent to come unto me, to Nicopolis, for I have determined there to winter. Paul did a lot of planning, and he uh, he was quite methodical about it. If something didn't work, he he tried something else. I'm turning the pages of my big Bible right now over to the sixteenth uh, chapter of the book of Acts. They went through all the cities. And they delivered them the decrees to keep that were ordained by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem. And so the churches were established. So there was a routine, uh, methodical covering of the bases, step by step, going back over the area where they had been evangelizing before and uh, helping the believers to grow, helping the churches to be established. So it said the churches were established in the faith and increased in number daily. Now, he said, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden by the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. After they were come to Mysia, they tried to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them or allowed them not. And they, passing by Mysia, came down to Troas. And uh, uh, a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man of Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us to preach the gospel unto them. So loosing from Troas, we came with a straight course to Samothracia, next day to Neapolis, and then to Philippi, which is the chief city of that part of Macedonia. And you know the rest of the story. Now there's one incident uh, that showed Paul's methodical uh, approach to work. Number one. Take care of the work that is yours, that you've started. He went to the different churches that had started as a result of his previous missionary journey. Number one, take care of the work that is yours and plan for it. Uh, Spirituality doesn't mean that you be haphazard in your approach to your responsibilities. I've met people who were so spiritual that they seemed to be no earthly good. (laughs) Haven't you? And they didn't really... Uh, attend to business. They didn't. They they would rather have a prayer meeting about something and then leave it undone, than to tackle the job, uh, and do their praying along with it. Paul took care of the responsibilities that were his. 
when he listed all of the tribulations through which he had gone, he said, and beside all this, I have the the care of all the churches, which falls on me daily. So he really faced his responsibility. There's one thing. The basis for good planning is to face your responsibility and take care of it. Routinely, methodically, faithfully. Uh, Another thing that, that characterized Paul was that he was seeking new doors into which he might enter. Seeking new doors into which he might enter. They tried uh, Bithynia, no. They tried Mysia, no. And uh, so finally they came to Troas and found out that God had uh, his plans for them. But Paul was always seeking uh, new doors to enter. How about you? Have you, have you uh, given any thought and, 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 uh, and prayer to this matter of new outreach of your life? Have you? Many of us drift along in the same old rut, you may know, uh, doing the same old thing. Someone told me many years ago there are two reasons why people in a church will not do anything new. One is they'll say we tried it before, and the other is they'll say we never tried it before. <laughs> Either reason is deemed sufficient for uh, voting for inaction. Yeah. Paul was looking for new doors into which he might enter. You and I may very well. Do the same. Constantly analyzing the business situation, people write books about it, and the the point that all of them make, it seems to me, is that the folk who succeed pay attention to the business they do have and look for innovative ways of getting new business. Wouldn't you agree that that is at least an oversimplification of, of what most of the people are saying? The folk who succeed in our world pay attention to the responsibilities they do have and second, they're constantly looking for innovative ways to improve and to, and to get new business. Well, why not, beloved, why not transfer those concepts into your own personal life? What are your present responsibilities? Well, each one of us is different, obviously. But uh, you'll know pretty well what your own workload is. Why not bring that, that present workload to the Lord and say, God, help me to do a better job with this? I've often said, pray about your job, and it will be far less boring and far more uh, challenging if you pray about your job. Even if you're doing something routine, I've told you uh, years ago about uh, one of my church members who operated an automatic machine in a factory. Eight hours a day, she fed a roll of wire into one end of that automatic machine, and out the other end of it came millions of of tiny, tiny cap screws that were used in the manufacture of timepieces and uh, during the war years of fuses that would uh, that would work in uh, various types of ammunition. So in one end of the machine, a roll of steel wire, out the other end, tiny millions and millions of tiny cap screws that, uh, that were used in uh, various types of machinery. I said to her one day, Mary, don't you get bored? And she said, oh, no, she said, I often look up and say, Lord Jesus, I'm doing this for you. Isn't that great? You pray about your job and it'll be far less boring and far more challenging. Commit thy work unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established, said the wise man. Commit thy work unto the Lord and thy thoughts shall be established. You try that. So Paul 
took care of his responsibilities. He did. He took his job seriously. And then he was always looking for new new doors into which he might enter. And then I think he, he had, he had a, just a common sense view of, of working with the given facts. He said, no, I think the best place for me to spend the winter is Nicopolis. I've determined there, said he, to winter. One of the biographers of uh, Hudson Taylor, I think it was uh, our brother Frost, uh, now with the Lord for a good many years, remarked that when Hudson Taylor came to this country and was about to embark upon a trip across the North American continent, the U.S. and Canada, in the interest of uh, of getting missionary volunteers as well as funds for the missionary effort. This other brother met him, and uh, uh, knowing what a spiritual giant Hudson Taylor was, he expected that they would be involved in a, an extended prayer meeting um, to... Uh, get divine guidance in constructing this itinerary. Well, they got together, and uh, Hudson Taylor said, uh, Now, uh, have you got a railroad timetable and a map? Well, he said, Yes, I can get one. He said, Get a a railroad timetable and a map. So the brother brought it, and he said, Now let's pray. And he just, he said, He prayed, Now, Lord, you know where you want us to go, and we want you to, to guide us. Amen. A very short prayer. And then he said, open the map and let's look at the timetable. <laughs> and he went on with reference to the, un, the undisputed facts lying before them uh, on the map and in the, in the railroad schedules and constructed their itinerary. <laughs> Many a time I've met people who would far rather pray in an extended fashion than take the trouble to look at the map. Don't you know folk like that? Paul made plans. He took his job seriously. He routinely covered the responsibilities that were his. He was always seeking new doors into which he might enter for the glory of God. And he worked with the facts. Beloved, there is nothing unspiritual in planning. Uh, God actually takes you at your word when you make your plans. Do you know that? Ask me concerning my sons and concerning the works of my hands, command ye me. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a desired end. Whose desire? Well, his, of course, but yours also. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee. What's the rest of the verse? Do you know it? Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Make God your focus and your delight. You'll find him intervening on your behalf again and again and again. It's not unspiritual to plan, but take God into your planning. I often said to our young men and youth for Christ when I was president for a good many years of that organization, pray your way through the agenda of a, of a committee meeting or a business meeting before you ever start. If you'll pray through the agenda, you'll find that it's a better meeting and generally a shorter meeting. There'll be fewer aimless speeches and more action taken as the Spirit of God guides. Pray your way through the agenda of a meeting. Pray your way through the schedule of a day. Pray your way through the day, I used to tell our young people at the college. 
Pray when you wake up. Pray before you meet your first uh, friend or acquaintance in the morning. Pray before your first class, something other than don't let him call on me, Lord. You know, pray to be a blessing to people as you're in social groups. Pray before you go on a date. Pray before you make a decision. Pray before you purchase something or sell something. Pray before you take a job or quit one. Pray your way through the day, and when the day is finished, you can turn out a pocket full of memories and say, Jesus, you led me all the way. Thank you. You can drift off to dreamless sleep, secure in the knowledge that God has been working with you and your plans. It's not unspiritual to plan, but take God into your planning. Dear Father, today, make us good planners because we are good prayers. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Till I meet you once again by way of radio, walk with the King today and be a blessing.